the more you can disconnect freely from technology, the more you can enjoy your life. I know it's kind of a buzzword, but if you're looking for balance in your life, especially when it comes to using technology to improve your life but not take over, well, there's a great book you may want to check out by Arlene Pelican called Calm, Cool, and Connected, Five Digital Habits for a More Balanced Life. And she's hanging out in the 30-second book club this week. You've heard of claustrophobia and arachnophobia, but have you heard of nomophobia? That's the fear of being without your smartphone. Arlene, I think if we're honest, we all probably have that right now. Even just talking about not having your phone, I mean, I'm checking my pockets <laughs> to make sure it's there. Your phone may be your GPS, but remember, it can't provide direction for your life. Your phone may connect you to others via text, but it can't replace a hug or a meal shared together. You and I are not designed to be plugged into a device 24-7. There are times to power on and times to power off. One key is being able to hold down the off button. Turn your phone off at night. Start and end the day with prayer instead of scrolling through social media. Arlene, I was just thinking about this this morning because this month I'm trying to make sure I read my Bible and pray every morning. And so what I did, of course, first thing I do is grab, grab my phone. I, I had just popped something on. There was a notification. And then I tried to read my Bible. And you know what happened? I wasn't able to focus. Yeah, I think the more you can disconnect freely from technology, the more you can enjoy your life. What's another rule to stay calm, cool, and connected? I was talking at lunch with a friend when she got a text. Without a beat, she looked down and began texting back. For the next minute or two, I looked around the restaurant feeling kind of foolish. Has anything like this ever happened to you? Mm -hmm. When you are face-to-face -face with someone, you've got to think people first, phone second. It's time for the return of etiquette, both with strangers and our closest loved ones. When you meet someone, drop your device down and look the other person in the eye. This isn't rocket science or particularly complicated, yet so many people stare down at their phone in the presence of others instead of looking up. Put people ahead of technology. Be present in the moment with those around you instead of present on your phone with apps that can't even see you. Pivot away from your screens when a loved one wants your attention. Your phone won't care if you look away, but the people in your life, they care a great deal. Remember, when it comes to technology and being calm, cool, and connected, people first, phones second. There are so many things in our life that are just mindless, and so that's why I love why you say we should ask one question before we turn on our device, before we go on our computer, any sort of electronics. What is it? What am I here to do? Be able to give a concrete answer. It might be something like, I'm going to text my friend for lunch, or I'm completing a report, or I'm going on social media for 10 minutes. When you go online with purpose, you reduce the risk of getting sucked into the land of click-on, where you just keep clicking on that next suggested article, video, or website. You don't have time for that. You're calm, cool, and connected, and you have more important things to do. How to stay calm, cool, and connected when it comes to all of your devices and screens. It's tough for you. It's even tougher uh, as a parent. You know, how do we regulate what our kids do? The parent of yesteryear would have said, go to your room as a punishment. Now the discipline, go outside, may be more effective as kids are glued to their devices. Oh, my kids would say, dad, anything but that. <laughs> it is that bad. It truly is. Studies show that even getting outside for as little as five minutes can improve your mood and your health. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. 
Enjoying the beauty of God's creation is one key to being calm, cool, and connected in this digital world. I hope you don't hear this interview and think, well, are they just saying not to be on technology at all? Because <laughs> that's not the case. I couldn't do that. It's all about being smart about it. And there's a lot more in, in Arlene's book called Calm, Cool, and Connected. You might want to check out. But Arlene, how does our faith play into our digital use? The online world is filled with traps and snares for both young and old. In the same way you brush your teeth every day, it's a good practice to brush your conscience daily as well. When you brush your teeth at night, ask yourself, did I view anything online that I wasn't supposed to? Did I post unkindly or untruthfully? Did I waste time on my phone when I should have been listening to a family member or friend? Don't wait for a big problem to serve as a wake-up call. Evaluate your screen use on a regular basis, joining the psalmist in saying, Search me, God, and know my heart. That was Arlene Pellicane, author of the book Calm, Cool, and Connected, Five Digital Habits for a More Balanced Life. And if you aren't quite sure how you fit in with church culture, you go to church, you see people raising their hands in worship, and you think, I'm not feeling that, but I think I still have a relationship with you, God. I think you're going to really like next week's conversation. It's with Brant Hansen, author of the book, Blessed Are the Misfits. Great news for believers who are introverts, spiritual strugglers, or just feel like they're missing something. 